The purple sky of sunrise breaks into the dark blue hues of dawn. In the shadows from the rising sun, surrounded by heaving rock formations, a quiet Apache village slowly wakes. Sheltered from the wind, waves of smoke begin to trickle out of the wickiups as the morning fires are stoked to life. The assembly of arched-frame wickiup homes covered with branches and woven grass resembles a colony of beehives. Nearby, dozens of horses sleep and lull in the break of day, as steam rises from the morning mist warmed from their hides. The bold, distinct sound of a bugle charge breaks the stillness of the air as the U.S. cavalry thunders down on the sleeping village. The screams and snorts of horses mix with the clank of sabers and saddle tack. The dust kicked up by running hooves tearing through the settlement quickly consumes the area. Apache families emerge from their homes, and the sharp, brutal sounds of gunshots deafen all else. Running from their dwellings, trying not to be smashed to the ground, barefoot Apache women and children dash through the legs of the cavalry horses. Apache braves take up arms, slinging arrows and lances at their horseback aggressors. Several wickiups are set to flames as the whole village is consumed in a hazy mass of smoke, fire, and gunshots. The U.S. cavalry rips through the village with rifle, pistol, and saber, shooting or slashing everything in sight. Amidst the confusion and carnage, cavalry horses rise up and buck wildly as soldiers cling to their McClellan saddles and shoot in all directions. Emerging from a wickiup at the edge of the village, Holton Lang looks out at the annihilation of his village. A half-breed at the middle of his years, Holton wears the headgear of an Apache. His buckskin shirt and leather breeches, though, speak more to the tradition of his white forefathers who clung to the higher terrain in lonely mountains. Born to an Apache mother, Holton was raised with the Apache in the Big Bend region of West Texas until the age of six. His white father, Rawhide Jack Lang, a former mountain man from Colorado, worked as a teamster supplying goods for the military forts. Widely traveled and on friendly terms with most natives, he would visit the Apache villages and bring gifts of blankets and coffee. When she came of age, full-blood Apache Crow's Wing took a liking to Rawhide Jack. Their seasonal romance was passionate but short-lived. When Crow's Wing was killed in a Comanche raid, Holton was taken in by his father. Being a footloose traveling man, he enjoyed seeing his son grow, but knew he had not the patience or lifestyle to raise Holton on the road himself. Stowed at the fort during his father's work expeditions, Holton learned the ways of the United States military at a young age. The summer before his tenth birthday, Rawhide Jack failed to return to the fort. His wagons were found burned on the West Texas plains, but no bodies were found in the area. Maturing to a lean, wiry kid and proficient horseman, the military took Holton in and made a dispatch rider out of him. With sandy brown hair and deep blue eyes, the racism of his breeding was hardly ever taken as issue, and the ancestral baggage was easy to tote. After years of being stationed at Fort Davis in West Texas, Holton finally tired of the military life and yearned for a simpler, more peaceful one. Once happening upon the dark-haired Apache woman, Median, on a communications run, he was smitten, and the path before him became clear. 
After 20 years living with the Whites and knowing only the ways of the U.S. Cavalry, Holton returned to his native roots and earthen lifestyle.